Welcome back, everyone. We're back to another episode of Becoming a Doctor, a podcast where two third year medical students, that's us, talk about the only thing that we ever talk about, which is medical school. Yay! Yay! I'm your host, Santana Sanchez. And I'm the co host, Kevin Gale. Kevin J. Gale. <laughs> Uh, and you can find this podcast oh, on yep, becomingadoctorpod.com. Yes, sir. Also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on Twitter at becomingadocpod. What a professional setup we got here. Check us out. Like, retweet. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, quote, tweet. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hit him with a the theme song. Theme song. Now, this might be controversial. What's going on here? I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Something has been tampered After some with. Deep <laughs> contemplation over and, the week. And no discussion. I decided to truncate the theme song. Well, I'm. I. Cut it in half. I hate it. It's an abomination. <laughs> Do you see how quick that went, though? We got cut straight to the chase, then. Cut Ter- to the chase. Terrible. Um, That's just terrible. More time for our hot topics. Mm. What do you think? I'm displeased, to say the least. Well, we'll have to talk about it off air. Yeah, that would have been a good idea. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Unreal. Should I play the remix one more time? No. If you want me to storm off set... <laughs> All right, what's our first topic? Okay, so, oh, jeez, I'm all fired up. I know, I got you fired up. <laughs> um, so we usually like this is a, this is a dumb, stupid podcast that we do in the our silliest podcast around in our HQ, and we usually like to you know just goof around, no talk doubt. about nonsense, maybe like decompress a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, but. Today, I wanted to touch on something real and something important. I wanted to talk, take some time to talk about Dante Wright. So, we live in Minneapolis. Yep. Um, yesterday, uh, this man named Dante Wright, 20 year old man, was killed by the police in Brooklyn Center, a suburb of Minneapolis, right up the road from where we live. Yep. Um, he was killed by the police after a traffic stop, and uh, it's been on my mind all day, so I thought that we should bring it up and, you know, just take some time to, I don't know, um, think about him, think about this tragedy and this kind of, I don't know if it's really a tragedy, but like this uh, t- horrible, basically crime that happened. Yeah. Yeah. This tragedy kind of like... You know, it's a tragedy when an old person dies, right? Like, by natural causes. Exactly. That's a tragedy. It's not a tragedy. Exactly. Um, Go ahead. No, I want to hear it. I think you're such an insightful man. I want to hear, like, it's been on your mind all day. Yeah, it's just, it just sucks. Um, And it is saddening and infuriating that this is something that happens so frequently. Um uh you know uh dante 20 year old kid he should be alive right now yep 
he should be, you know, punching out of work right now to go home. He should be taking care of his two-year-old kid. Um, but he's not because he was murdered. An innocent man murdered in this in broad daylight in the street. And it's heartbreaking and infuriating and just so, um, I don't know, frustrating. Yeah. Um, what makes you the most angry that this is a 20 year old man who died, that this is just a repeated example of excessive force that guns are part of America's society. Is it all of it? Is it, I guess, yeah, it's a little bit of all of the is above. It the, is it the past year just like being low on energy and fuel on this kind of thing? Um, I think it's a little bit of all of the above. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's at this, you know, this guy younger than me, you know, younger than my youngest brother. You know what I mean? Um, he didn't do anything wrong. I mean, even if he had, there's no reason for somebody to be killed. Um, and, you know, just to have somebody's life taken so quickly for no reason. And, um, and like you're saying, it is just part of a pattern. You know, black people in America are much more likely to be killed by the police. This is a known fact, and this is just another example of that. But even outside of that fact, it is just so, so disheartening and sad that this person's life was just taken. Right. If it wasn't a national trend, which it is, Mm -hmm. it would still be the shittiest thing. Like you said, he's an innocent dude. Exactly. He got pulled. I don't don't know the details. Was he pulled over for a, like, uh, unlicensed... Was it like expired from what registration I, or something or from what I've seen? So most most of the news that I've seen, I saw an article in the New York Times, and I saw some reporting from um, like independent journalists, onsite public media, and Unicorn Riot. Okay, and they had an interview with his mother, and she said that he was pulled over for because he had stuff hanging from his rearview mirror, and he called her when he was pulled over. Um, because he was scared, most likely. Um, and then I'm not sure what transpired after that fact. Um, right. That's that's the thing, right? That's so telling when you get pulled over to the police and you immediately call a family member or your mother because you're so scared that um, an incident might happen. That's just so telling. Exactly. Um. Yeah, and it's just so sad, you know, watching these interviews with his with his parents. Um, I don't know. I really just hope for that they are able to find peace and comfort, and eventually justice for their son. Um, I also want to say I'm really proud of all of the community members that I saw in these in these independent media independent journalism videos, all these community members who came out to where it happened, um, to kind of hold space for him, um, and to demonstrate in kind of in his honor about how much of an injustice, injustice this was. Um, 
thought that was really cool how rapid people mobilize to get out there and kind of show that at least show and demonstrate that this is not okay. Yeah. This is not something that should be happening. Um, I guess other than that, uh, we could do like a moment of silence. Yeah, on the pod for sure. For Dante Wright, rest in peace. Okay. I think that's good enough. Thanks for sharing. Yes. I can see that you are visibly distraught. (sighs) I'm distraught. Yeah. Uh, Justice for Dante Wright. ACAB. You've gone over to the George Floyd uh, Memorial. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not like a sponsored memorial by the state, right? Like That's one of the things like they don't want. Mm -hmm. But one of the things is that list of... um, um, persons of color have died by police. Yep. This is just another name that will be added to that. Yeah, yeah. That that. Sorry to to bring it back up, but no, that's okay. That memorial is is so powerful. Just like this, and this long. Well, they have two memorials there. I don't know if they're still up. I guess I haven't been there in a while. But there's just just this long list of names written out in the middle of the street. And right. It just goes on and on and yep. on. And it's on. huge. And then they have a separate memorial where they set up, um, where an artist set up like a, a cemetery, basically, with a bunch of cutouts of, of um, tombstones with people's names, dates of birth, dates when they were um, when they were killed, and where they were from. And it's just so many. There's just so many. This has happened to so many people. So many families have been put through this, and so often people don't get any closure. Don't get any. Or haven't historically gotten any justice or yeah yeah anything. not not a settlement not um, police having any repercussions exactly yeah for sure anyways we can move on hey I think talking about it is a good thing voting is a good thing absolutely and this podcast is just a stupid podcast where we decompress <laughs> med school you might as well decompress a racial injustice a a, a death of a twenty year old you know yeah for sure put it on the pod. Put it on the pod. And uh, and no one wants to listen to me talk about it. So <laughs> I'm glad you're eloquent. You know, that's good enough. Good enough. Just a tough time. Um, but we can move on to our next segment, which is um a less somber tone. We need it. We're gonna talk about what I love about medical school. See, that's what I love about you, Santana. You can go from serious to positives. Uh, it's an important transition in life. I'm trying. So let's do it. Wait, do you want set it up again, and I'll I'll get a I'll get a smile on your face with a maybe a new sounder. What's what, the topic? What I love about medical school. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> That is, of course, our good friend Mario. <laughs> Wait, do it again. What I love about medical school. It's a little bit longer. <laughs> what do you love about med school? Uh, All right, you go first. I got two things. One's okay, really, great. One's really quick. Uh, I love the little foam 
dispensers at the hospital and all the rooms yep. and all the hallways. Yep. Foam up. Yep. Which is a requirement, right? Foam in, foam out. Yeah, duh. Every room. Don't spread diseases. Nope. Nope. Um, I just think those are fun. <laughs> okay. I just got done with nights, so I was thinking about those a lot <laughs> at like 4 a.m. When you were losing your mind, you're like, oh, these foam things are nice. They're fun. <laughs> uh, and the other thing is, so I was doing nights. I was doing L&D, labor and delivery. Yes. Helping out with the uh, obstetricians deliver babies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, when else am I going to get a chance to experience that? I mean, other than if I have my own kids, um, but Uh-oh. being, a- watch out, somebody's having kids eventually. I said it, it's a big <laughs> if, a big if. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. But it's just such a such like true like really an amazing privilege to be able to experience that, um, and I was shocked by how open people are when they're you know in in such like a vulnerable, uh, personal like really monumental personal experience, and they're just like oh yeah med student come in and like help out right. Not only is it uh, vulnerable like uh, you your genital urinary system is on display. Your right. legs are um, up in the, what's it called? Lith- lithiotomy position? I don't know. It, they're up there. You know what I'm saying? Anyone yep. who's seen a pregnancy yep. knows that physically this per- person is vulnerable. But it's also one of the most important times in their life, right? Exactly. One it's like the- <laughs> in the top five for everybody. And then they're like, well, yeah, I have a med school. Come on in. Be yeah. part of this. Part of this. And it's, it was it was such a cool experience. I had a great time. Uh, delivering babies. Not that I delivered the babies myself Let's at hope all. Not. Let's that no would hope. be yeah, that would be no good. But because you would have been like this. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I was for most of for most of them. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, it's just so cool. It's so cool. It really is to see. When I remember that same experience when I first saw my first cesarean section, just yep. be part of a process where a new human being is coming into the world. It's yeah. Even if you're just watching, it's cool. It's mind bottling. You were mind bottling. Yeah. Is that the phrase? Yeah. It's like when your thoughts get so. I thought that was mind boggling. Uh, I've heard it both ways. <laughs> and you weren't just watching. You were part of the process, right? Yeah. As much, as much as I could be. Which was. You know, and so we did C-sections too. We did a bunch of C-sections as well. So they had me like, you know, help cut some sutures, help hold uh, some retractors. Yep. Yada, yada, yada. Um, Deliver some placenta. Deliver some placentas. That's the, right? Isn't pregnancy three stages? It is. Wow. Second stage this baby. Guy. Third stage delivery of the placenta. Yes. So you were had a pivotal role in the... Pivotal. Pivotal role in the third stage. That's me. But but it is cool to be part of that process. Yeah. So that's the other thing. <laughs> Those are very... One was the hand sanitizers, and then one's being part yep. of a newborn life. Yeah, more like a 1A, 1B type situation. <laughs> Which one's 1A? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, yeah. No, amazing experience. So glad that I got the opportunity to do that. Even if it was only for a couple days. Do you remember Ryan Leahy said this? He, that Dr. 
Ryan Leahy, MD, PhD. Mm, yes. Friend doctor, of the pod. Dr. Doctor. Dr. Doctor Ryan Leahy. Yep. He gave us that advice, right? He's like, just try to appreciate some of these rotations because you'll never have a chance to experience some of this again. This is a perfect example that you might not experience, you know, C-sections or births. Yeah, probably not. And did you know C-sections are the most commonly performed surgery in the United States of America? I did not know that. Kind of makes sense. Do we need to fact check that? Uh, look it up. <laughs> I was doing my research for this rotation, bub. Wow. Did you drop that on the residents? Were they impressed? Boom. <laughs> no, I did not. Did they tell you that? Uh, no, I read it in a paper. I was wow. trying to figure out how C-sections work Yeah, and before they said I went in. Everybody told me, you're going to be shocked. The most common, the most, what is it? Uh, I already forgot. The most common surgical procedure. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Number one, it makes sense. It makes sense. Because like, I, uh, yeah, you know. Right. People are giving birth all the time. Yep. I'm surprised it's not like vasectomy or something. Uh, I bet it's up there. I don't know. Maybe. Or like hernia repair. Yeah. Hernia repair. Maybe. We'll, we'll look up the, t- the list. Anyways. Guys, so listeners. that's what you're thankful for med school? That's what I love about med school. Beow, 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 beow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you could tell I put a bunch <laughs> of new sounders on this thing this week. I was trying to make that sounder, I, and I couldn't do it. I edited down the theme song, which was way too long, and I put a bunch of th- sounders on this thing. I'm <laughs> boiling mad over here. I don't think... I don't know. This is close to friendship ruining. Uh, well, I hope not. I'll, well, I'll, I'll, I'll apologize off air. You know, I'll make it up to you. Hmm. I promise. All right. Is it my turn to share what I love about med school? Yes, I would love to hear. <laughs> what do I love about med school? Let's hear it. Uh, this is what I was thinking this week. When you enter med school, they yes. have invested in you, right? That You've gone through a rigorous admissions process. Right, rigorous. Trying to cut out, get get you know students that are going to su- succeed in med school, mm-hmm. bring diverse experiences, diverse outlooks, and be great providers. Yep. Once you're there, they're going to support you. Right? They are there to help you through this process. Mm-hmm. And I was stressing about step two, like every other med student right now, third year med student at the University of Minnesota. Yep. Stress is high, and I reach out, send an email to Doctor Scott Slattery, right, PhD. He used to be a, a, a psychologist. He responds within two business days. He's like, let's meet. Let's do a meeting, right? And so he's there to support the students. Um, and and by up and down, we have a really good support system. I mean, honestly, sometimes it feels like you're alone in med school, but you if you reach out to the deans, they'll respond. If you mm-hmm. reach out to a faculty advisor, they'll respond. Um. I just think there's a lot of people in our corner that want us to succeed. And specifically, what was what I'm thankful for is Scott Slattery, PhD. I mean, PhD. but but because he's like a, a, a psychologist, he knows exactly what to say. Yes. He, he's never, his emotions never get uh, unregulated, at least in public, right? I'm sure they do at home when he's right. got his kids running around. But he's like patient, he's kind, he's supportive. He's um, such a calming presence. He's such a calming presence, it's right? It's amazing. He really is. But on top of that, it's just the entire support staff, right? Every one of those deans, you know, me and the deans. <laughs> Ooh. But every one of the deans shows up to work to make our experience better, right? right? Their intentions are 
always good. Mm-hmm. The end outcome might not always be what the students want or what the students need, but their intentions are to support us through the med school process. So that's what I'm thankful for. Thankful Spe- for the deans. I know. You thought you'd never hear it. Wow. Specifically for Scott Slattery, PhD. PhD. But they, you know, they really are all there helping us out. Yeah, for sure. Helping us out, get through this process. That's why they signed up for this job, right? For sure, right? Most of them could be making more money doing other things. That's There's no doubt about that, right? Most most deans are making less money going working at a school than they are in some hospital system. Right. But they want to try to make a difference on for us. Exactly. So, when's your last reaction uh, interaction with Scott Slattery? Do you have, do you guys uh, meet or not in like a year? Oh, I mean, well, yeah, I've been pre pre pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, I didn't met with him in, in since a year before either. Yeah, I think it was probably like step one prep. I had like a sure. meeting with him. Sure, I was freaking out. But if you emailed him right now, he'd get back to you within a couple business days, and the meeting would be supportive and helpful. And that's that's awesome. That's a cool thing. Yeah, for sure. You know, we're not doing this just with our peers. No, we so got he, Scott Slattery on our side. So there, so there you go. Uh, that's what I'm thankful for. <laughs> I didn't add any new sounders. Boo! I, just, I got the same old ones. <laughs> got some good ones though. All right. Uh, quick shout out. Let's to hear it. Chuck Levins, specifically Washington Music Center. Specifically, shout out to Adam, my boy. Adam Levin. Hooked us up with this beautiful, immaculate recording equipment. Uh, and that's why you can put these extra sounders on here. Exactly. Unlimited sounders with this recording equipment. Oh. So so if you're in D.C., check them out. No doubt about it. Check them out. Check them out. Okay, what's next? Um, What's next? What time is it? Oh, it's our guest time. Time for the guest. Now, you should give the intro to this guest. Let's go. I should? All right, our guest this week. You want me to get him on the get him on the horn? Okay. Uh, <laughs> our guest this week is a classmate of ours. Yep. Kind of a new. I don't know how. What? So this is a classmate who started out in the Duluth campus, a Duluther as we call them. Yep. Um, but she's now with us in the Twin Cities for her clinical rotations. Elena, I had the pleasure of doing my emergency medicine rotation with her. Um. She's a great person. One of the best, right? One of the best. <laughs> well, she also um, has been a student rep for, since uh, for, since uh, a year ago. I didn't so know that. I've been able to work with her on student council. Well, look at that. Are you kidding? You didn't know this? She... I don't know anything. She almost... I mean, not single-handedly, but she was the CEO, brains and brawn, behind the clerkship review, the new clerkship review. Before, it was like an Excel document that was disorganized, unreadable. Oh, yeah. She revamped the whole thing, recruited a couple more students to help her do it, and now we have like an actual clerkship review that we can understand we, the students can go to. That was all Elena, because she's part of the, She's one of the class reps. I do remember that. What a star. She's a star. What a star. Super easy to work with, right? Anderson, Laura, Nuan, they, they're terrible. But Elena, I can count on her. Yep. <laughs> Not those other ones. <laughs> all right, so let's get her on the phone. Uh, let me get her on the FaceTime. Uh, her name's Elena Kabanuk? We'll find out. <laughs> Is that how you say it? We will find out. Elena Kabanuk. It's got to be. How else would you say it? I don't know. Maybe it'll be part of our intro. Hello. 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 
FaceTime audio. This is so odd. I know. It's like we're right in your ears. I don't like it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you're on the pod right now, so get that negative oh. attitude gone. You're, we're recording <laughs> I live. Sh- I shouldn't probably swear either. Okay. No, it's fine. No one listens. Elena, no one listens to this. Yeah. This pod is rated X. <laughs> Hi, guys, by the way. Long time no see you. Oh, hello. hello. Um, how do you pronounce your last name? Elena Kabanuk? Yeah. Nailed it. Nice. You did. I'm actually very impressed. What do, what do, what's the most butchering of it? Um, actually, my first name, for some reason, gets butchered more. Um, really? I've been called Eliana all week by my attending, and at this point, don't have the heart. Yeah, what, to... at what point do you it's stop too, correcting? How many, how many, did you say it once, a correction, twice, correction? Usually, I'm good, and I, like, say it right away, because I've frankly learned it's more awkward if you correct them a week later, but mm. now we're past that point, so now <laughs> I just respond to it, and I just am like, yep, yeah, that's, that's me. That's okay. It's just temporary. Yeah. Uh, Elena, Santana yeah. didn't. I was I was giving you a little intro. Santana didn't even Uh-oh. know you were a, a a student rep, a class rep. Sorry. After all of the incessant emails that I've sent, you didn't put that together, Santana. Uh, I don't know if I read any of your emails. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> that actually makes me feel so much better because I met a Twin City student today, and their first response was, oh, yeah, I recognize you from the emails. I'm like, God dang it. Oh, no. You got a bad rep. <laughs> so I actually blame the other class reps, including you, Kevin, for that, because, like, shoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm definitely bringing the group down, yep, the class reps down. <laughs> All right, so, Elena, give us the Elena Kabanuk intro. Tell us about yourself. Um, I am... I just turned 27, which is disgusting. Whoa, one wow. of the old ones of the class, so you could say. Uh, yes. Wait, when was your birthday? Last Tuesday. Oh, happy birthday. So I'm really not used to being 27. Yay. I don't love it. I don't recommend. Um, it's fine. I am from <laughs> Little Falls, Minnesota. Nice. And I went to school at Concordia Moorhead. I spent a couple years between then and med school, and now I am here. Now you're a third year, twenty-seven year old third year med student. Wow, dude, we are gonna be fourth years next month. I hope you guys realize that. Uh, Change the denial. Change your email signature quick. (laughs) Seriously, what did you do in between a couple years that uh, we could consider you a non-traditional student? A couple gap years in between. Mm. Yes, I would be. Um, So I graduated college in three years, and no, wait a sec, don't just gloss over that. What's the story there? Only three years. Like I literally had too smart in high school, and. I worked my butt off because I didn't want to be one more year in debt. And then I was like, wow, I missed out on a lot of fun college things. So I took a purposeful year off, worked up in uh, Stanford and Fargo and still like got to have what honestly felt like my senior year of college with all my friends. Um, so that was really, really, really fun. And then my I didn't get into school my first time around. So I took a second non-purposeful year off gotcha hmm. yep yeah. that's, but that's that's more likely than not right aren't don't the majority of students take two two application cycles at this point yeah i would say so um with i guess i wouldn't know if it's purposeful or not i know some people You're do right, right. cool things and go to grad school and get more degrees and stuff but um i didn't do that route 
how many more degrees than you do you need other than an MD, right? right. I mean, I freaking hope none at this point. <laughs> more degrees. You didn't know that Santana and I we are taking a gap year to get a master's after this year. Come on. Okay, guys. Come on. That's not true. <laughs> I was like, seriously, I'm going to hang up right now. <laughs> That's a pretty good intro. Nice job. Thank did, you. Did she, I mean, um <laughs> so do you know any of the peers did any other any other peers that went to concordia uh and med school here yeah actually there's quite a few of them that went to duluth that were in my class oh there my was, gosh um and then in the class above us as well there was quite a few one two three three or four in the class above us and then in my class there was one two three four Four of us. You guys five? are spitting out MDs. Wow, yeah, it's like a pipeline school. <laughs> well, that's why I went to Concordia. Their acceptance rate was really good, and I knew that's what I wanted to do going into college. So I was like, "All right, man, let's do this." <laughs> so smart. Dang. Yeah, planning ahead. I guess you did a lot of post secondary your your senior year of high school too, kind of planning ahead. Yeah, which I more so was everyone. I just didn't want to have to pay for another year of college. It wasn't anything else. <laughs> What a pro. What a pro. I went to four I'm years of college. I'm still in debt and I'm still very poor. So really, <laughs> when I look back, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, right. What, what was an extra 25 at that point? Who cares? <laughs> Should have gone. nothing. Should have done five years. <laughs> I know. We the same amount. God. Um, okay, that's the intro. Oh, what's going on in med school right now? What like I what am, are you doing? What rotation, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, I am in my psych rotation. <gasps> nice. At where? At region, so I'm in person. Ooh. And I, on my first day, the floor I was on, so regions has like different floors of different acuities and functioning levels. Um, and so I was on eighth floor, which was the, I think I'm going to say the functioning part wrong, but it wasn't, it's not like a high acuity floor, but I was there for about one hour because everyone there had COVID and they were kind of just, um, essentially quarantining there because a lot of the places that were found to take them after discharge like we're like no you have covid oh no um so i got sent down to fourth floor by the attending since i told him i'm interested in emergency medicine he's like oh great you're on high acuity stuff so go down to fourth floor it is the highest acuity lowest functioning um floor and it was and is extremely interesting that's awesome, right? Yeah. Give it's us an a, example. It's been really, really fun. Um, I saw my first day, I saw my first borderline patient, borderline personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was amazed at how quickly this person um, did change, like literally personalities or, I mean, it, in front of me. Like I was like, whoa. So that was interesting. And then another one who has like a really long term um, delusion. I walked out of there literally <laughs> after interviewing them and I like completely believed him completely. And my attending was like, so they're not doing any better because they still have their lifelong delusion. I'm like, wait, what? That was a lie. <laughs> like, Fooled you. Fooled the med student. <laughs> no, seriously, like details in years. And like it was the most I was just. Like, you should write a book. Um, I I felt so stupid. I was like, oh. Watch out. Somebody's not getting honors. Watch out Uh for that. Honestly, I was like, well. And 
And delusional disorder is the one where they can function fine, but they have one yeah. isolated delusion. Like, yes. um, oh, I'm the CEO of Wells Fargo. Like, that's the only yep. thing I, that I believe in. It's isolated. I'm functioning fine otherwise. So that's, yeah. that was and this person. They, like, this person has delusion. had this, like, for years. Like, years and years. Like, he has had, yes, very, very long time. And, yeah, I was just like, wow. Super, everyone there is, sorry, my dog. Uh-oh. <laughs> What's your dog's name? It's Deke. My boyfriend just got home, so. Deke? <laughs> how, do you, how, do you, how do you spell that? D-E-K-E. Mm, Deke. Is it Deke Kabanuck? I, I wish. No. <laughs> 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 I'm very possessive of my name, so I wish, but no. So you're in psychiatry, you're in the inpatient, rounding. Yeah. High acuity. Mm-hmm. High acuity, mm-hmm. and enjoying it a lot. I'm not going to be a psychiatrist someday, but it's been really fun. Hmm. It's not too late. You can you, you can not do emergency medicine. You can go into psychiatry. I mean, it's absolutely not too late, but I absolutely will not be a psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you said that, right? You're going to go into emergency medicine? Yeah, that's the as of a month ago plan. Excited to clock in, clock out, that kind of thing. I mean, there's a I had been undecided my entire med school career essentially, and so it was just really, really awesome. Oh, to and, until you did the ro- rotation. Yeah, like I was between emergency medicine, surgery, uh, internal medicine, and pediatrics. Oh boy, um, <laughs> the so big I four. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I triple planned for the summer, you guys, before EM. I I was triple planned, completely schedule wise prepared to um, <laughs> apply to any of those. Wow! And my first day, I was like, "Nope, this is it." Like I've liked everything, but I haven't loved everything. And so it was. Besides EM, I was like, "This is what I'm supposed to be doing." So it was that's cool. awesome. Yeah, I little a bit less stress. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so now, do you get to drop all those classes and just chill out just for the summer? Coast. Take your advanced um, EM yes. in. Great question. Um, maybe I'll go get my master's with all my free time. <laughs> yup. Get those degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does it but, feel like there's a weight off your shoulders a little bit? Yeah. It's weird to say, you know, when people are like, what do you want to go into instead of my response used to be, you know, as well, as much as I do. <laughs> like, mm. I literally have no idea. Um, so even just the, being able to respond back to say something and like having a plan in place, it just feels very, very nice. <laughs> That's awesome. And the more you say it, the more, the, the more you believe it probably, right? The more you tell people like these, now, now you're working with these psychiatrists, they're all asking you and they're like the first ones you can say emergency I, medicine. I, I'm super excited about, it. about that, but yes. Pumped for you, Elena. Uh Oh, you're, did you mute yourself? Uh-oh. Oh no. Hello. Hello. Oh, no. Our conversation was going so well. Just call her back. Okay. Um, any thoughts while I'm calling her back? That's so exciting. Uh, no, but in the meantime, I'm getting a little parched. Oh, crack it open. Crack open a bubbly. Shoot! Elena, can you hear us? Yes. Okay. Okay. My bad. We're back. We were just saying we're proud of you for knowing. Santana over here is still like, maybe I am. I'm not sure. He's still, he's still, you know. I don't know. I don't want to commit. 
Um, that's the thing is commitment is the hardest part for sure even like when i was like oh yeah i'm gonna do em and then i was dropping these classes like what (laughs) it's so scary yeah santana's not not very good with commitment he's been dating his girlfriend for six years still hasn't proposed i mean what do you think about that dude same but like my boyfriend you guys want to talk and have your podcast maybe maybe he's not very good at commitment either (laughs) we'll call him next week (laughs) what's his deal yeah right now now that you're going to em he's gonna lock you down Yeah, well, God, he's had plenty of time. Yikes! That's it. Do we just open a vein on the Uh podcast? (laughs) Talk about hot takes. (laughs) Oh, speaking of hot takes, I gave her the heads up, Santana. Good. She's been brainstorming all day for her spiciest take. I can't wait. Oh, God, I'm (laughs) bad. A lot of pressure now. Actually, I was thinking about um, Anderson because... I was like another right. peer of ours, a, yeah. a much and much worse class rep than that's you what I've been. Oh my god, and me so much worse. Antana. No, I <laughs> enjoy that man so much. But anyway, he is just why I'm thinking about this. He's obsessed with like I'm gonna say this wrong. Like, is it Elon? Elon Musk. Musk. And, yep. Okay, and like Ugh. space and like space medicine and stuff. Ugh. I have absolutely no. There's not one piece of me that would ever want to go to space, and I don't understand at all. Wow, that's kind of a hot. That is a hot take. That's a super. Why? Why, Elena? Okay, give me one good reason why. First of all, because when you're up there, you get one view, one view, and that's like of Earth. Cool. You can't even look at the sun. You're claustrophobic. <laughs> you can't go anywhere. Your body starts like deteriorating up there well it already is you're 27 yeah (laughs) it's faster it's so much faster and then you get like bone problems and vision problems and i'm like you can't leave then what if i want like chipotle i can't do that well you bring up a good point (laughs) there's no chipotle in space it sounds awful like i just like where do you go there's and then there's a whole like black holes you can't take your mask thing off outside because you'll be pulled apart in pieces. Like, what's I don't understand that. Why would you want to go to space? Why? Tell me, please. Uh, Santana, do you want to take this one? Or just- <laughs> uh, no, I think that's fair. You're no right. No way, that's fair. Space sucks. <laughs> no Chipotle. <laughs> Thank you, you can't bring your dog there. <laughs> you can't even eat cookies because the crumbs will get everywhere. It'll clog the machinery. Elena, every astronaut that's come back has said they they have the new vision of humanity as one like human race, and they say their their life has changed for the rest of their blah, life. Blah blah blah. <laughs> I mean that's fantastic for them, but that doesn't mean I want to have that. I can get that somewhere here, I guess. Uh, I I think that I would go to space. I mean. I wouldn't go for I'm an extended be honest, period. It's more of a like I'm terrified of it and oh. I respect it. Now Not necessarily. Oh. The truth like, comes uh, out. You have a well, fear I, of you black guys, holes. I just described to you phobia. how many times you, that you can die up there. Like Yeah, but you can hello. also live if you stay in your little And do what? Float around. Speaking of other hot do are there any other phobias that you have? It sounds like this isn't the only one. Black I, hole phobia. What space else? phobia. Oh, space really phobia. It's just like I feel like it I don't like not not i don't know i'm a very independent person like mm-hmm. you can't do that in space no you just, no independence no you're trapped. You're in one spot 
you're literally latched to the ship if you leave it. Like, I don't know. Have you told Anderson this? He loves space. He loves <laughs> yes, Elon Musk. All the time. He just ignores Barf. me now. Yikes. A lot of tension there. Wow, I didn't. I had no idea. Have you ever gone scuba he diving? He with that anyway. Ask that again. Have you, gone, have you gone scuba diving? Yeah, totally fine with that. What? No <laughs> it's kind of the same, right? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but like I can get out of the water. I can't get out of space well, without like there's a no, billion different things that you need to do. There's no Chipotle in the deep seas. There is none. <laughs> no, there's not. I don't know. The ocean is beautiful there's only know. one well, view the ocean yeah <laughs> okay think of all the life forms that in the ocean not that wow, there isn't wow, i believe wow. in aliens like there's no way there isn't aliens but yeah. pop up to space meet a couple aliens yeah. they probably have a no big Chipotle. deal <laughs> no big deal that's a hot take that's okay was that just off the top of your head i hate space will never go <laughs> elena cabinock yeah that one was because other ones i was thinking of were like food related which okay I was like, eh. yeah that's very millennial to say <laughs> i know a favorite restaurant or no 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 mine was gonna be that you can put hot sauce on anything and it's good well that's just i mean that's a fact yeah that's not a, that's not a hot yeah, take everyone is, knows that's that. the oldest take i've ever I heard you guys would agree with me so that's why i didn't yeah <laughs> i like the space is overrated yeah you chose right it is overrated it is and Absolutely. elon musk sucks i think we can all Kay. agree I do want to tell you guys this, though, because I've been dealing with it for the past 24 hours, and I feel like you're going to laugh at it. Here we go. So I turned 27 last week. Yep. My mom is like, all right, Elena, treat yourself. Here's this gift card to go get a facial. Never had a facial. Don't really like people touching my face, but I'm like, okay, mom, sounds good. I will do that. And I went yesterday in the first 10 minutes. So I don't know any what any of these things do. But like apparently first like exfoliate or something. Yep. Um, and she puts the thing on my like the starts to put it on my face and she's like, all right, I feel like a little intense in some places, but like better in others. And so I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. And then uh, so it's on there for about five seconds, and I was like, kind of burns. And she's like, it burns as she's like still putting it on like the rest of my face. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like it actually like really hurts right now. And she's like, do you want me to take it off? And I was like, yes, please. Um, so she takes it off. And as she because like I my eyes are closed. And as she's taking it off, she goes, oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, my what? I'm like, what? Literally, I have chemical burns on my face, you guys, from this. No way. Oh, my God. 30 seconds. I literally, and I call my mom. I'm like, wow, that was so relaxing, Lori. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Burned my face off. Wait, so is this, you have a new allergy, I guess, like, that you didn't know about? Some, like, contact Would you consider that an allergy, though? Because it's, li like, I'll send you a picture of my face after this. Like, it's like a, it's a burn. Uh, it's weird. It's so weird, and I've no, I don't have any allergies. Did they like for? Did they like not put the facial uh, cream on you and just like put the acid on your face or something? Got the bottles it mixed up. Literally felt like hydrochloric acid. I when she's like, "Do you want me to take it off?" I'm like, "Yeah, please <laughs> take it off." Damn. Wait. So did you go to did you, when he was shut up for work today? Were you like, uh, "Yeah, I got burned." <laughs> My 
No. Don't um, be alarmed. I have never until today have been thankful for masks. Okay, mm. I lied. I'm happy that everyone is being safe and pandemic yeah. not being sick. Well, you better watch but, like, that. Personally, <laughs> Good catch. Personally, like when it comes to looks, I was very happy that I had a mask as an excuse to mm. cover it. Because your chin and cheeks were burned from a chemical. Yes. I'm going to send it to you. And it, yeah, yeah. Send us a pic. It's going to be... We're yeah. going to post it to the website, the <laughs> podcast website. We'll put it on the Twitter. Um, okay. Let Fair all the listeners point, I just, uh, follow up. <laughs> well, you know... It hasn't been your week. Turning 27, getting burned by a facial. It's a tough break. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to send it to you right now so you can look at it while I'm talking. Oh, sure. This. Things will, you know, Elena, things will turn around for you. Okay, don't get down. <laughs> the best I, is yet to it's come. It's way too late for that. It's so late for that. <laughs> your 27th year is going to be your best year, Elena. Yep, yep. Things, yeah. Things actually, it's, up. actually, it's the 28th year, right? Because you're If zero, I get engaged, whatever. we'll see Oh, okay. What's this guy's name who you just said, I need to get engaged in the next uh, three times on this podcast? Hmm. Is it Deke? Uh-uh, that was Santana. <laughs> we talked about Santana first. Um, Spencer. Same Spencer. 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 Friend of the mm-hmm. pod. Friend of the pod. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's a listener. So, so Friend you, of the pod. Do you think Santana should propose to his girlfriend, Francesca Piantantonio, after six years? <laughs> what? Okay. Um, what kind I of question is that? that <laughs> I feel like without ever meeting her and... I've met Santana. Mm-hmm. I feel like he'd be mm-hmm. okay. So, oh yes. my god, I'm looking at your pictures right now. Look, see. holy hell! That's not an allergic reaction. Do you oh still, no! Do you, do you still look like this? Yeah, I'm oh, just. Does it still hurt? Right now. Oh my god! Is it still like burning? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. What? Well, no, not as bad because it, my my face has so much lotion on it that. <laughs> I'm gonna get so many zits now. It's gonna be so great. I can't wait. Wow, that's that is terrible. about the worst birthday experience is... you could have. Yeah, does Maybe... that look like an allergic reaction? Like actual question? Because at this point, no, I don't know. Anything. It looks like a burn. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> right? Doesn't contact dermatitis take like 24, 48 hours afterwards? Like that was immediate. Yeah, what? no, this was like within 30 seconds. And that's what she said. She's like, oh, my God, it took less than 30 seconds. Have, I was like, what? You have to post this on Facebook. This is like sad, but kind of hilarious, too. I put it on my Snapchat. Oh, Facebook yep. feels like a lot. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Kevin, right. Jesus. I literally was just like, I had, I was sarcastic, of course. I was like, I had such a good time today and I had a picture of my face. <laughs> Classic Snapchat. <laughs> Yeah. Um, any yeah. any final thoughts before we let you go? Or you hate space, you hate facials, um, you love EM. <laughs> yep. I love Those EM. Are the takeaways. <laughs> um, and you want to get engaged. Those are, the, <laughs> those are the four takeaways I got. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I'm just kind of like, F it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Putting the pressure no, on. No, I think that that is plenty <laughs> of takeaways right there. Plenty. Well, if anything I would like you guys to say more. No, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's for a different <laughs> <No>. podcast. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Elena. Heck yeah, miss you guys, miss people. Yeah, in general. Next week we're gonna get Anderson on and um, play back what you said about space. <laughs> oh my god, please do because I can't wait. He's gonna be like, she's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 
It'll be great. Well, that'll be really fun for you guys. So hopefully see you every you soon. All right. We'll hopefully. catch you later. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Boom. What a bummer. Getting your face burnt off yeah, for your um, birthday. For the listeners, her cheeks are severely red. Like there is definitely a burn or reaction that's going on here. Severely red. Yikes. Trying to think, what was do you remember your worst birthday? I feel like one time Do you have a do you have a story? I'm trying to think. <laughs> that's gotta be her worst birthday that's experience. So bad. No doubt about it. Burns on your face? Ay. I think one time Hard I went to, beat to a, that. went to a water park and like got sucked underwater for a little bit and got really scared when I was like seven. That's I mean a near drowning experience? But not even. I mean yeah, I was yeah. in a water slide. <laughs> Not that much water. <laughs> Just not a good swimmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never was. Never will be. No, I don't remember uh, my worst birthday. I mean, it can't be as bad. That I sucks. remember my best birthday. Let's hear it. <laughs> so when I was t- turned twenty three, okay, I was in Amsterdam. Oh, and all the Dutch boys were like, "It's Kevin's birthday. We gotta take him." Here, 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 here. Yep. And I'll let your imagination just fill in the blanks. <laughs> the blanks um, are being filled. And the next day, they were like, I don't know what I did for my 23rd, but I'll never forget your 23rd, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> and the CEO of the financial, it was a it was stocks and option trader. Mm-hmm. The CEO goes, in front of the whole company of 100, he's like, oh, by the way, we all heard about Kevin's birthday last <laughs> night. <laughs> So that was my best birthday. No doubt about it. Uh, the 23rd. No, no burns to the face. No. Nope. Well, there might have been. I don't know. Who knows? Who's <laughs> to say? Anything can happen in Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what a great guest. Yeah, Elena. Oh, she's. I love her. She's funny. She's articulate. And honestly, she puts a lot of work into being a, a student rep. So I really appreciate that. That's what I've heard. Yep. And she hates space. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hot take. I mean, that's probably a uh, uh, take that's in the minority. I think most people would go to space if they could go to space. I would go to space. Yeah, duh. A couple days. How long do you have to go for? How big of a commitment is it? I guess I don't know. Yeah. She's talking about bone d- deterioration. I yeah, feel like that's, that's after <laughs> a couple months. I'm not trying to stay that long. She's feeling old. She's worried about that kind of stuff now. <laughs> Pastor Prime. 20- <laughs> Um, all right. After that, I'm so thirsty. I don't know about you. I'm parched. Yep. Uh, Should we synchronize this? Yeah, let's crack it open at the same time. Okay. <laughs> that was awesome. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bubbly. So good. One of the best uh, drinks out there, right? Bubbly, please. Please just slide in the DMs. Um, we we will sell out. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm not above selling out. We we we, we can be bought, and not for that much, <laughs> to be honest. Um, all right, what's next? I think we're what a great podcast so far. We're just starting. We're just getting going. We're just heating up. Uh, okay, our next segment is everyone's favorite, Kevin's Corner. Yay. Kevin's Corner. Okay, what did we talk about last week? Uh, I probably just went on a rant about gold humanism and AOA. Oh, yeah. Seems like we're talking about that every week. Yeah, that's been your thing <laughs> recently. <laughs> All right, what what do you got for us today? Well, I've been taking my SSRI for two months. Wow. 
Remember on the pod, we said we'd check back after two months. I can't believe it's been two months. Lies! Oops. <laughs> no, it has. <laughs> don't call me a liar. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> two months, huh? Yeah, two months. Um, and... You know, the reason we were going to check back is because uh, UWorld says you got to do it SSRI at least four to six weeks before you switch to something else or go to a different first line antidepressant. Mm-hmm. And a lot of psychiatrists say, give it a full two months to see what the effects are. Right. So I wanted to check back. Well, let's check. Um, uh, and before I go about it, um, this is what I think about SSRIs. Hey yo, that's supposed to be an air horn sound, no. right? Before I, yeah. That's not an air. You don't think that's an air horn sound? No, I know it is for sure. I'm just saying for the listeners, <laughs> so they get the vibe. Um, no, no. Before I start going on a rant, uh, Kevin's corner. Okay. I want to know your perspective. You've lived with me since July. Yep. You've Oof. you've basically lived with me since med school has started because you can't get rid of me. I. Oh boy, have I tried. Would have you noticed any change in mood, behavior other than popping Benadryls every night? <laughs> have you noticed a change? <laughs> have you noticed a change? Uh I don't think so to be honest. Um uh no, no change has been noticed by me either in a for the positive or for the negative. Mamma mia. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> uh, the Bennies has been a, a fun, a fun a time, a fun joke every night. <laughs> uh, but no, I don't think so. Um, that's see, I was wondering if you'd say that because I feel like there's not much of a change. Okay. Um, but I will say this: I don't think I've been as, I don't think I've had as many episodes uh-huh. of being tearful in the past two months. So if you had to quantify or qualify that, you would say, oh, maybe you're not having as many low lows. Right. And that's something that people say is an effective SSRIs. Yeah. Um, so like if we're trying to like make it objective, have I cried as much in the past few months? No. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe it has made a difference. Maybe, yeah. And that's a that would be a positive difference, right? That's yeah, yeah, what for sure. That's for. what you're hoping for, right? Instead of crying three times a day, now I'm only down. No, I'm <laughs> okay, okay. No, no, no. Um, yeah, that's what you're. One of the things you're hoping for, and the other thing is, right? I'm only at the 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 kind of starter dose, twenty five right. milligrams, the lowest. You can go all the way up to fifty, uh, hundred milligrams, hundred and fifty, two hundred milligrams 200. Of, of this antidepressant. I'm only at fifty, so there's uh, room for for more. Mood altering, right? Movement, mood improvement, right? Um, so that'll be the next step. Should I should I increase it? Should I not increase it? Am I happy with where I'm at? Am I not? What are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking I get done with step two and then reassess. Hmm. Okay, because the process of step two can be a, a downer. That yes, that could be a confound what we call a confounding variable. <laughs> wow, somebody's been uh, Someone, studying their stats. Someone's been reading because there is an association between mood and SSRIs. Yes, but there is also association between uh, step two and mood and step two. Yeah, confounding. Exactly. <laughs> Step two studying sucks. <laughs> so I think uh, I'll take that on in a couple of days, and I think after that I'll just reassess, see how the next couple of weeks are, I meet with the psychiatrist and say, should we increase, should we keep the same, that kind of thing. 
Sick. But, you know, I don't know. I'm in it, trying it out, seeing how it goes. Here's the question. Once you bump, if you bump the dose up, yep. are you going to have to bump up the Benny dose? Oh, I cannot imagine bumping <laughs> up the, ben- the Benadryl dose. Two Bennies a night? <laughs> oh, boy. I'm basically, uh, yeah, this diphenhydramine HCL. Yeah. I love I'm their it. number one sponsor. Maybe I should get <laughs> sponsored by them. Benadryl, please. <laughs> Benadryl. I took a Benadryl sleep. yesterday. Yeah, tell me about it. Works like a charm. So you were on. Yeah, t- tell the tell the listeners about why you were taking Benadryl too. Uh, so I was. So I'm doing OBGYN. Yes. I had three day shifts. Boom, boom, boom. Inpatient. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Seven, 7 a.m. Five p.m. Something like that. Yep. And then I switched on Thursday to. Labor and delivery nights, 6 p.m. to 8 a.m. What? Com- what? You mean completely reversed? Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> completely reversed. Okay. Precisely. So Thursday, so that was Friday, tw- Saturday. 24 hours later, you're completely reversed. Yep. yep okay. Yep. So then Sunday morning, I come home after my last L&D shift. Yep. Get home, home about at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Scarf down my McDonald's breakfast. Bring me a McDonald's. Loved it. Thank you for that. You're very welcome. Uh, And then I had to go to clinic today on Monday at uh, 7.30. Completely reversed. Reversed back. Boom, bam. So you're sleeping during the day, sleeping during the nights. I'm just sleeping. Basically, (laughs) I was sleeping anytime I was at home for the past like six days. And you told me last night, yesterday that your fear was that you weren't going to be able to sleep at night because you'd just been working the three nights. Shifts. Exactly. Yeah. So I got home yesterday at nine, went to sleep, woke up at like three, and I'm like, oh no, am I going to be able to sleep at night? And so what did you do? I did the old Kevin technique of pop, Papa Benny. Let's get this motherfucker <laughs> snuggled up. And slept like a baby? Did it work? Slept like a a log. It really, my dude. it really does work. Doesn't it's it? so, it's crazy. <laughs> it's so powerful. Yeah. So, and um, I didn't have any weird dreams. Last time I tried it, I had like really weird. Okay. Dreams this time, no. Okay. Just a dark void. Yep. Oh, here's another. <laughs> so yeah, we're both on the Benadryl train, basically. Basically. Me more so every night. You more so when you need it. Yep. Um, here's another thing about the SSRI. Right side effects terrible insomnia insomnia in the first week that's why i'm taking this benadryl yeah that's okay. i was i had lunch with another peer of ours who um said oh i i started an ssri a few months ago or six months a year ago and she's like oh the same one as you are you having like terrible sweats at night like dr- waking up drenched in sweat uh-oh and i had never i thought it was just like hot for some reason in minnesota <laughs> Every night I'm dr- I am oh, drenched no. in sweat, and I didn't even put it together. Oh boy! Until this peer of ours was like, "Oh, that's a thing." I was waking up soaked in sweat. Dang! I just thought our apartment was getting hotter because the summer was coming. Yeah, you had mentioned that, and I was like, "Oh." So I'm gonna have to bring that up to the psychiatrist too. Yeah, you were like, "My room gets so hot. <laughs> I don't know what's going on." <laughs> well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm so sweaty at night. So now you need like a sweat suppressant to add on. Yeah, that thing. Add another medication. Why not? Yeah. I'm in it. I'm I'm in it for for the long run. Mm-hmm. Whatever mm-hmm. she says. Yeah, she's an anticholinergic. What do you take for that kind of thing? <sighs> I have no clue. No clue. Oh boy. Anyways, that was pretty funny. That I never even figured it out. I was just like, oh man, this apartment is getting so steamy. Because have have there been any other 
odd occurrences that I haven't even no. I, well, maybe I just we have I just haven't thought on. about it. Hmm. Right, I am growing a third testicle. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, <laughs> joking. Oh, Not boy. a side effect of SSRIs. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so, anyways, that's the other big side effect. Sweaty, but that's fine. I still sleep fine because I'm taking my Benadryl. <laughs> yeah, that night sweats don't even bother you anymore. Uh, sleep so that, right through. So that's Kevin's corner. Check in. You know, two months into the SSRI. Yay! Well, thanks for uh, you know being so open and honest. Yeah, of course, of course. I actually, I don't know if I'm too open and honest, or I, I know I'm not too open and honest about it. But I do tell our peers when I can, like when I bring it up, because I feel like, I don't know, everyone, med school's hard. You might as well hear that one of your friends or peers is taking an SSRI, like just try to like normalize it a little bit. Yeah, for sure. You know, so I bring it up a lot. Definitely open and honest about it. Yeah, you're always bragging about it. (laughs) (laughs) Look at me. Look at me taking my drugs. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. like a baby. (laughs) Uh, No, I do really appreciate about that, that about you trying to normalize that you know just be it's just a normal thing it's a normal thing uh the benadryls on the other hand <laughs> i don't know i'm worried <laughs> all right let's move on okay what's next uh next we got the mailbag what did you say mailbag oh i love the mail song may i think oh sure <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> Kevin's dying. Our Is that Elmo? Oh, you, you couldn't tell. Oh, I'll, oh, I'll play it again. Our classic mail song. <laughs> 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 oh boy that x sound wasn't part of it that buzzer sound you were adding that santana i don't appreciate yeah, that yeah should we listen one more time sorry maybe? um i put so much work into getting new sounders for our podcast yeah yeah yeah. sorry yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, approve yeah. booking guests getting sounders whatever dude. I, i'm apo- i apologize <laughs> god all right let's get the mailbag out um do you got some mail should i get it out i uh you grab it grab that Drop that bag. Pull out those mails. Okay. Well, we got some questions here. A couple people tweeted us. A couple people emailed. So no I'll go, way. Yeah. So I'll go to the emails here. Kevin J. Gale at gmail.com. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt about it. Hit us up. Tweeting at becoming a doc pod. Yes. Okay. So here's a question for you, Santana. You ready? Duh. Uh, given the pressures of medical school. Uh, school yeah. <laughs> Don't get choked up. <laughs> Let me try that again. Given the pressure as medical students to stay on top of clinic work, studying for step two, et cetera, et cetera, how successful, Santana, are you at staying physically fit? Oof. Is it hard to find time to work out or hard to balance working out with med school? Was Were they asking this specifically to me? Yeah, yeah, they've heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's why this is a... Audio medium, <laughs> so no one could tell how much I've lost oh, it. No. <laughs> oh, uh. uh, so what? What was the question? Is, Is it, it hard, hard to find time or to balance it? Because I can answer the first part. It's 
well, you can we can find time to do anything, right? Like I've been playing, I don't know if it's depression or empathy, but I've been playing like forty five minutes or an hour of video games every every day, mm-hmm. and I just am doing that instead of working out every day, right? right. So w- I mean, both you and I could could find time to work out every day if we wanted to, right? That being said, what do you say? Uh. Uh, I think it is. I mean, I think it is. It depending on depending on uh, what you're doing for rotations. I think it can be really, really hard. For example, when I was doing night L and D, there's no way I would be able to exercise after that. You know what I mean? Right. You worked from six p.m. to eight a.m. It's not like I'm gonna come home and like, you know, jack yourself up. Go on a yeah. Go on a run. Because then you won't be able to go to sleep, right? You're not supposed well, to exercise. Even, yeah, but I won't even. Ha- I will not. I would not be able to. I would not have the energy to. Do right, it. right. Uh, so it definitely depends on the rotation. Agreed, hundred percent. Exactly. If you're doing a fourteen-hour shift, I mean, at least for myself, there's no chance that I'm going to exercise after that. Right. Uh, but aside from those circumstances, there for sure is time. Um, but there is just like so much other stuff that often feels like it needs to be prioritized right you have this time where you're that's blocked out where you're not at home you're at the hospital doing your hospital thing yep but then you have all this other stuff on top of it you know studying first step uh you know applying for residencies yeah working on that stuff yada yada yada, yada. rotations in in gear exactly yep doing your daily onkies for sure daily flashcards and so if you don't prioritize it then it's super easy for it to just all away yep um and i think that uh since covid has started it's definitely been much much harder for me to exercise i used to go to the rec center on campus i also lived a lot closer to campus previously um like six days a week um for like at least an hour and like either run you know lift weights yada 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 yep yep Um, but that closed in just like every other gym exactly in march in march and without having like that like one stop place to do everything um i definitely it has been a lot harder for me to uh you know consistently uh do physical activity i don't know if you can see the smile on my face but there is like a full gym in our basement of the house there's i think a, a <laughs> there's full a bike there's a treadmill there's weights there's a pull-up bar there's push-up bars saying a full gym is <laughs> the biggest the most greatest stretch i have ever heard in my life there is a treadmill which i've used a lot i love that treadmill. there's free weights five Come. pounds to 50 pounds a full weight rack you could say no you could not there's a <laughs> no, pull-up bar not. pull-up bars tv bike yes <laughs> And that's it. That is not a full gym. It's basically a full gym down there. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I was on a really good streak of doing push-ups and pull-ups. And it's just, you know, it's not enough. And it's very monotonous. <laughs> very monotonous. Uh, but no. yes, I do appreciate the Kevin Jail Gym for Muscles, as we call it here. Uh, the Galenasium, <laughs> it's also been known as. Uh, but it's just not the same, obviously. Well, I mean, obviously, because you were in the pattern of going six days a week. Yeah. And then things changed, and now it's just it's not one of the things. Exactly. But I'm trying to get back on the wagon now that it's nice out. Get out and run. Oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> get out and run. Now that it's nice out, get out and run at yeah. least a mile a day. Yep. That's that's a great idea. We'll see if I get back to doing push-ups in our basement. <laughs> um, 
<clears throat> one of the things you just said about there always seems to be other things, right? So unless you prior- yep. prioritize it, it's going to fall off the wayside. Yes, exactly. Uh, one of our peers, friend of the pod, Tom Sorensen. Friend of the pod, Tommy. When we, Tommy. When we were, uh, he was thinking about maybe doing the Boston his senior year. And he's like, you want to do it with me? I was like, uh, yeah, why not? Who knows? Why not? You know, I've ran marathons before. I can run them again. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You last- won a marathon. I've seen the picture. Well, third place. Well, winner in your age group. Yeah, exactly. First place. Um, so he said, he just, t- last time I checked in with him about this idea, he mm-hmm. said, Kevin, there's just too many dang things to do and there's not enough time in the day. Like, if I run, that means I'm not prioritizing my steps to studying or my research. He's like, the, and for me personally, the first thing to go is exercise. And he's okay with that. Mm-hmm. But it's exactly, it's this, what the mindset you're saying that, there's so many other, you know, junk to do in med school mm-hmm. that you either have to let it go to the wayside or prioritize it. And he made the decision just not to prioritize it. Right, prioritize, and yeah, and you know, he has different goals. In yeah, maybe. right. He wants to get in one of the most competitive residencies, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so in order to do that, you have to give up some other things. Exactly. Right. Uh, this is a uh, quite the coincidence because I recently have been trying to make a commitment to prioritize doing normal, healthy, adult things that I had not been doing, like cooking meals for myself <laughs> instead of you getting mean, McDonald's breakfast every day. Are you talking about the basic adult things, yes. like cooking for yourself? Going to the store to buy food and then bringing it home and cooking it. Going outside and running around and or walking. Uh, sleeping. <laughs> seven to eight hours at night every night uh when when did, when, when did you think about this when did this like, come up last week okay uh 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 so our original fan francesca pietrantonio yep. has been gone from the house from the hq yep for like two weeks she, yep and i had since she had departed i had not gone to the grocery store a <laughs> single time and i was like <laughs> And I had, yeah. And was you took a, you look, took a long look in the mirror. Like, oh boy, this is a problem. This cannot be, a, this cannot be a pattern. Oh no! Exactly. So, uh, basically, I've been trying to prioritize those things. Yep. Just doing normal stuff, and then you know, do as much school as I can as with you the rest can. of the day. Yep. Um, and it'll be enough. I am fully in support of it. You can, I can help hold hold you accountable. I can help do it with you, whatever. Sure. I I think um, one of the reasons I love Franny is because she gives balance to this apartment and to your life and to my life. Yeah, for sure. Um, stuff that's outside of med school. Yes. Um, and so unless you do those kind of things, it's it's everything. Med school becomes everything. Exactly. Which is just oh. what this podcast is about. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not trying to match into. Whatever, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Me, I'm not trying to match into whatever either. So I need to just relax a little bit. <laughs> uh, you know, if you just you just get sucked into the med school and then suddenly you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, any more? Qu- uh, did you want to talk about this at all? No, no, no. I thought that was a great answer. They were really calling you out. They had heard some things on the street. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> We have more questions. Uh, no, th- we got we got more questions. Well, let's save them. Okay. Right? okay. Th- you know th- how long this po- this podcast has been going on? You know, 
hour plus. Yeah, no one's going to listen to this. So we should probably uh, end the mailbag se- segment with our uh, mail song that we play every week, the same mail song. Oh, I love the mail song. May I sing? Oh, sure. <laughs> Can we talk about how terrible a song this is? Uh, it's just jingle bells. It's just the word mail. <laughs> So lazy. <laughs> Sesame Street did not try that day. No. Oh boy. So, anyways, that's the mail. I like the, the count bag. one better. I think the count's my favorite mail. My favorite mail bag. Um. Well, you know what? I was gonna play it, but I'll save it for next week. That's. I'll put a smile on your face for the mail mail bag segment. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm the mailman. Juan. <laughs> okay. That's it for this. That's week. the podcast. Yeah. A yeah. good thank you for getting serious at the beginning. Um, yes. get you know, this is just a place to process the it's highs a- or the lows, um, and the serious stuff and the goofy nut goofiness, yes, sir. So anyways, thank you, thanks for that, of course. And thanks, Elena Cabanuck, Elena Cabanuck, friend of the pod. Has some phobias, we'll have to work through those. It's okay, <laughs> a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so as we say every week. A bird, a bird in, in the, the hand, hand is, is worth two in, in the bush. bush. See ya. <laughs>